It is time for our Tibbetts Talk, brought to you by Tracy Kelly, financial advisor with Edward Jones in Coldwater. Lots of movies and TV shows about food. There have been movies and TV shows, obviously, about uh, about prison and prisoners. I don't know if there's ever been a movie that's kind of combined culinary arts, prisons, and a compassionate way the two have combined together to change people's lives, like Coldwater Kitchen which is coming up on Wednesday, March 6th, for a very special screening. One of the directors, uh, Brian Kaufman, is on the line with us. This story following Jimmy Hill, the the chef from uh, Lakeland Correctional Facility, who, uh, who built a program. How did you get hooked into this, Brian, and this project to tell the story of, of Jimmy and, and what he has done with the, with the prisoners there at, at Lakeland Prison? You know, I work for the Detroit Free Press, and uh, a co-worker and I, Mark Kurlianchik, who also worked for the Free Press at the time as the Free Press's restaurant critic, he got a letter in the mail from uh, one of the guys at Lakeland Correctional Facility, and it said, hey, I am part of this program, Chef Jimmy Lee Hill runs it, we're doing food at the highest level. And, uh, you know, as, as a journalist, you get a lot of these letters and, and can't respond to all of them, but Mark responded to this one. He's like, let's see what this is all about, and he went down there and was blown away by the quality of food they were uh, putting out um, at Lakeland and this program that was run by this guy who dedicated like 30, 30 years of his life at that point to it. And so he and I teamed up. Uh, we both have documentary backgrounds, and MDOC gave us the go-ahead to film there for about uh, once a month for about a year and a half, and we just sort of dove in and told the story of Chef Hill and three of his students who were going through the program. So as you looked at this, when you went into it, what kind of story did you want to tell, or what was it different at the end than what maybe you thought when you went into it? I mean, one thing we wanted to do visually is sort of avoid the, the prison stereotype. Uh, sort of, it's very easy to go in and, and you, know, you see the clanging doors and, and the harsh light in the metal and, and the loudness of it. Um, but when we walked into Chef Hill's program, it was anything but that. It was, it was warm. It smelled of obviously good food. And everybody was very de- dedicated to their craft there in a way that we sort of allowed our cameras to, to replicate um, because that place was such a, a, a different experience than the, the, the prison population at large and the general population. So that's sort of what we went after. They also have a garden attached to the program, so we spent a lot of time out there with the cameras. And, and the last on the three guys who really have different paths through the incarceration system and and the stories really evolved in ways we hadn't expected when we started. Well, and as you said, I mean, the, the, the garden there, and, and they donate food to the, the Branch Area Food Pantry. There's a, a service dog program there, too. Uh, and now this culinary arts program. Most people wouldn't think of something like this existing in a, in a prison system. Why is it here, and, 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 and is, it, is it just because of Jimmy's passion that it's been able to stay? You know, MDOC has, um, I can't remember the exact number, but it's, it's close to 10, I think, or maybe slightly above, of these programs throughout the state. So this is not the only program. Um, and I haven't visited all the other uh, programs, <laughs> obviously, but I get the sense that Jimmy Lee Hill is, um, you know, sort of the most passionate, sort of or one of the most passionate instructors of these programs. He, he wants to do food at the highest levels. You could take one of these programs and just teach hamburgers and hot dogs and, you know, basic, basic sort of cafe skills, but he wants his guys to get jobs at the highest end restaurants wherever they go home to. And so that's what he's doing. He's teaching, you know, all the, 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 the mother sauces and like, you know, seafood preparations that you wouldn't typically find and things that are really sort of 
setting his guys up for success in the end. Yeah, the, the documentary uh, Coldwater Kitchen coming to the Tibbets on uh, Wednesday, March 6th for a very special screening. But at the same time, his employees are all hardened criminals. They're, they're all prisoners. That, that's a unique setting to, to try to teach something like that, isn't it? You know, he's got a way about him. I think a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys we've talked to said like he's almost a father figure, and I think just his his personality is such that he's 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 very um, he exudes this 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 calmness to him, um, while also like being the, the the guide and the and the figure that they have to look up to, to, to you know not just about food, but to really you know use him as a sounding board for a lot of the things that they're going through. He's just. He's one of these compassionate people that, that are rare to find in the world at all. Yeah. And so it's great that he's here, here doing that. Talking to Brian Kaufman, one of the directors of, uh, of Coldwater Kitchen. So without giving too much away on it, uh, as you followed the, those three prisoners, what, what, what has been their track? You know, one of the guys who actually sent the letter to Mark that started this whole pro- process became one of the, the characters in the film. His name was Ernest Davis. And when we met Ernest, he was serving a life without parole sentence as a juvenile lifer, meaning he was convicted uh, before he was 18 years old. He was part of a crime with several other people and got a uh, life without parole sentence. So this is a guy who's been in prison for 35 years, uh, who thought he was you know, probably going to end his life in prison, and then had his case reheard because years ago the U.S. Supreme Court sort of made a decision that we need to look again at these cases of juvenile lifers to see if there's been any rehabilitation. So his case was reheard, and in the course of our filming, he went through the court system again and regained his freedom. And now he's cooking on the west side of the state, which is incredible. Another guy was, you know, classic, like he was a, he was a drug dealer, um, served a seven-year prison sentence, and decided he didn't want to go back into that lifestyle, and really dove into the cooking, and now he owns a restaurant in Detroit. And the other guy is uh, serving out the last year of his term. Does he have hope to, to, to start his own restaurant when he gets out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, you know, without going too much into it, he was, he was the one who was the most sort of skilled coming into the program. He had been a chef in New York at these high-end restaurants, and uh, he, was, he was a drug addict. So his, his sentence was unfortunate. You know, he stole, he stole things to, to pay for his drug habit and got caught in the process, and and he's had a hard time in the, in, in the prison system because there's no place for, for those with addiction problems. Yeah. Well, the film will be, will be screened, uh, but then after that, a question-and-answer session and a reception, uh, kind of highlighting the culinary skills of uh, students from the Branch Area Career Center, where Jimmy actually helps out there and is an advisor there in their culinary arts and hospitality management program, as well as uh, some of his own students uh, will be there, too. So that in itself will be kind of a, a unique experience for this, too. What kind of reception are you guys getting since, uh, since the film's been out? You know, we screened the film. Um, it premiered in late 2022 uh, in New York is where we had our world premiere, and we've shown it many times throughout Michigan now at film festivals and private events. And one thing that we've tried to do is involve all the guys in the film. So it's a different approach to documentary where you don't just make a film and put it out into the world. But, you know, Chef Hill and, and two of the three guys uh, who are out now will we'll come to these events with us. Uh, we've done dinner and movie events where they'll actually cook, like, really high-quality meals for a smaller group of, like, 50 people who watch the movie and then have a meal with them and get to interact with them and ask questions. And in terms of community engagement, it's been great to put these guys right out in the, in the spotlight, so to speak, and, and let them continue their story beyond the end of the film. Yeah. As the co-director of this, what are you most proud of about this documentary or the follow-up after the documentary came out? 
you know, I think it, I think it gets at that. I think you, you don't make a documentary for yourself or for the, um, the success of the film necessarily. You try to make it so that it has impact uh, for the people who are in it. And, and, uh, and whatever issue it tackles, you know, you hope to, you hope to make some positive change on that issue going forward. So there's issues that come up in the film that we're hoping MDOC can, you know, reconsider some of the things that the practices they have that, that allow Chef Hill not to have contact with his students once they're out. And, you know, some of those things, if there can be movement on them, I think it'd be a positive for everybody involved. Very cool. Tickets for this event available on the Tibbetts website at tibbetts.org. More information about the film, coldwaterkitchen.film, as well as the website for this to find out more about uh, about the film itself. But a pretty amazing story. Again, Wednesday, March 6th, coming to the Tibbetts Opera House. Uh, Brian, are you coming with the film this time? We are. I think most of the film team will be there. And, uh, you know, it feels like in many ways it's a homecoming for the film. It started in cold water and now it's screening in cold water. Very cool. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you then. And thanks for taking the time this morning. And thank you for telling the story of uh, of Jimmy Hill. A lot of us have known him for years, bumped into him, and never really knew the story behind what was going on at Lakeland with him. So uh, we, I certainly do appreciate that uh, personally myself, right? All right, thanks so much. We'll see you then. Brian Kaufman, one of the uh, co-directors of Coldwater Kitchen, a documentary on uh, Chef uh, Jimmy Hill and the culinary training program at Lakeland Correctional Facility coming up uh, Wednesday, March 6th at the Tibbetts Opera House on this edition of our Tibbetts Talk.